I'm just recording. We can start whenever. Oh, can we? Am I too loud? That Yeah. How about that? It looks good. The first thing you said popped real hard. Can we? This is okay. This is great. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at the, the lines. You blew out the lines. Ah, yeah. oh, thank God. Now they know who I am. Like, that's the that was the first thing I learned in voice acting college of wizardry. They first line, <laughs> fucking walk in that room, blow all other fucking levels. Blow it all out. It's that way they know who they're fucking with. Because you know what you know what engineers really love when they have things, <laughs> little tiny speakers strapped inside their ears? Loud, Loud sharp noises. noises. There's a story behind everything. <laughs> no, seriously, start the show. There's a story behind everything from batteries and knives to glue and string. I'll share with you these forgotten things you find lying in a junk drawer. Welcome to Junk Drawer. Did I blow the levels that time? Oh, dude, you blew it through the fucking roof. Cool. Now you know who. Now you know that this is what you get. Levels. My name is Josh. This is Kevin. This hey. is your junk drawer. Junk drawer. The show where we dive into the old junk drawer and see what shit is and find out why shit is. And last episode kind of sucked, if you remember. Yeah, totally sucked. <laughs> Kevin, this one might be a little shitty. Oh. <gasps> so, oh, Kevin, no. what are you drinking? Oh, uh, still drinking on some. Um, I'm drinking a, the end of my bamboo, and now I'm switching over into. Uh, the Beguile Brewery right here in Chicago is making a cool style ale called Bochu. We're not sponsored by them, by no, the way. No, absolutely not. But uh, they are delicious. And I do recommend going to Beguile uh, and having their beers. They have a Balan that's also quite delicious. They have a Balan. A Balan. A Beguile. <laughs> have a, 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 a Bochu. I'm drinking a Bell's official hazy IPA because oh, yeah? I'm official. Cool. Because you're. Because I'm really excited for baseball. <laughs> I'm going to ride the red line. <laughs> I'm from Evanston. Ooh, it's a hazy IPA. Am I still too loud? Am I still blowing out these fucking speakers? Yeah, dude, you're fucking jamming, but you're jamming on the one, so it's fine. So a lot of you that don't know how this show works, how did you get in, first of all? Second yeah, who of all, let you in? Intern uh, Craig? Yeah, probably. Uh, the way the show works, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stop it for a second. Just to, I'll fucking pull the bus over and explain the trip one last time. One of us knows what the junk drawer uh, item is going to be. The other one does not and has to sit there and learn. Last time it was me, and I learned all about drinky straws. And this show, mm-hmm. it's Kevin. It's me. And he gets to learn all about this thing that Intern Craig is pulling out of the junk drawer right now. What the hell is it? Yep. Ha! Got it. Oh, my God, Kevin. Oh. The fact that this was on our wall of things you'd find in a junk drawer was, at first, a little... Um, Dis- I was I was like, eh, would you, though? But then, upon thinking about it and the size of it, I'm like, yeah, maybe. Oh, man. Like an incredibly old junk drawer. Okay. Or like a weird junk drawer. Hey, or man. Or like that one guy. I know. love a good weird junk drawer. Because what Intern Craig has pulled out of that junk drawer right there is a healthy, hand-sized piece of fake dog poop. What? Piece of fake <laughs> dog poop. Dude, you, I, you, you were like, you're going to like this one. And I was like, ah, oh, I can't wait to see what it is. And you said something about the... Uh, 
poop or shit. No, you said <laughs> it being about, shitty. Something about poop. So this ep- last episode sucked, and this one's shitty. And yep. I was like, oh, God, this what's is... poop on that list? I <laughs> forgot it was on there. <laughs> this is continuing our streak. It was sucky. Now it's shitty. Tomorrow <laughs> it's just going to be fucking boned. The next episode is going to be like, I found this cup of urine <laughs> oh, in my drunk you drawer. You thought it was shitty? Tonight it's going to be pee. <laughs> oh, man, I love pee. You just pee. don't even try anymore? No, it's just... Tonight it's pee. Here's a pic. Here's just forty five minutes of audio of someone vomiting. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Why did they quit? I-, I don't know. They lost their minds. Just <laughs> hanging out in those weird little like old man joke shops has made them crazy. They- the one thing you always find at those places are pranks, pranks, pranks and novelties. Always. Which is a whole world that I would love to do an entire other podcast about. Oh, it would be though. It would be the life of ass backwards. Yeah. Well. Yes. Yeah, so. Funny that you mentioned that. The 20s and the 30s is uh, the heyday for the novelty age. They had nothing going on, dude. Yeah, nothing was happening except that nobody had any money and there was two world wars happening and the depression. So not much going on, dude. You couldn't go out. Everything was very depressing. Basically, the reason all that went crazy and everybody started getting into like, hey, maybe if I uh, slip a mousetrap under my wife's ass, it'll give me a juggle is because everything sucked. Uh, it was the 20s, it was the 30s, it didn't get much better until the 50s, kind of depending on where you were in the world. According to the Back to the Future, it was fine. <laughs> At the time, there were two novelty companies. Uh, there was uh, the Johnson Smith Co., started mm-hmm. in 1914, uh, which is one of my favorite little things. We'll get to that in a second. The other one was our boy, S.S. Adams, the yes. S.S. Adams Co. Soren, Sorensen Adams. Started in 1906, good old ass backwards. Ass he back. Was, he was huffing and puffing right now, alongside the Johnson Smith Company. <laughs> These toys are heavy. And there was another little company called what? the Franco-American Novelty Company. Ooh. Started in 1910 in New York. Now, here's the reason why this part's important. Okay. I don't know if I could have made it any clearer to you when I got here to record this episode, but this was hard <laughs> to do. I Can you imagine? Lord, you that there's not a good story on the start of fake dog poop. There's no story. What? There's nothing. Somebody was like, "We should make some rubber shit." Somebody's like, tra- "Great." So I, I was talking to my, I was talking to a buddy of mine today when we were at the studio. He's like. Did you try fake poop? I was like, yes, I tried fake poop. He's like, did you try novelty excrement? I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, he was it giving all. you Google searches. He was just like, don't try this Google search. I'm like, there's nothing. You hear me? There's nothing here. I felt like I was in like a like a Robert Redford, Dustin Hoffman like newspaper movie where I was like, I've been digging and digging and digging, and I'm not. I found nothing. I ain't got nothing. Not even a pipe. Not even dirt. <laughs> dirt, Jerry. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Cigarette, cigarette, cigarette. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Brandy, whiskey, whatever they drank. Uh, and but- here's your Oscar. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it was a really difficult, uh, you know, role to get into. And I, oh, you know, I really like to get into the roles. And you're in the audience going, he's so good. And you're like, it's fine. He just had to wear uh, a lot of loose-fitting button-down shirts. and <laughs> Disheveled sweaty. suits. I love that shit. I want, anyway, this is what it was like. <laughs> this is what it was like to do this, to Google this, to to do this research. It was breaking my brain. I tried looking up rubber dog poop, and I got a shit ton <laughs> Hey. Uh, websites for where to train your dog, how to really? pick up your dog poop. There is more information in here on who to hire or how to pick up dog shit and the guidelines about where your dog can shit. Really? There is about the history of rubber dog poop. Even if you're putting on things like rubber, rubber dog or poop, fake. Nothing. Dog or do. No, nothing. Dog nothing. do. Scratching 
the fucking pavement is what I was doing. Wow. So you're saying everything moving forward is not true. Yeah. Well, You've made everything up to make it I'm sound going to do interesting and to make a better piece show. Piece together the information that I have and see if I can paint us a picture. Ooh, like a shitty picture. Like a big old shit picture. Uh, so here we have these two companies that we were talking about. Our good friend Soren Sorensen Adams, fucking gag king, Dr. Marvin Acme himself, started in 1906. And our boy, uh, Jason Smith Company, which was started by, in 1914 by Alfred Johnson Smith, right here in Chicago, hey. Illinois, was uh, really more known. So, so, okay, here's the story of this guy. So in 1914, Alfred Johnson Smith moves from Australia to Chicago, so he's English, but he lived in Australia, then he moves to Chicago, because uh, he wants to make his mark in America. He is the guy that was known for these ads that he would put up in, in these catalogs he would put out. So his little ads were so famous, mm-hmm. that's how he started selling his his entourage of fucking troublemakers. Uh, whoopee cushions um, out of the, the trunk of his automobile, and at the time, the Johnson Smith catalog was 64 pages uh-huh. of surprising novelties, puzzles, tricks, joke goods, and useful articles. Really? Uh, 64 pages of gags and shit? 64 pages. So <gasps> he had like whoopee cushions, rubber chickens, joy buzzers, x-ray glasses, um, and had these amazing ads in the back of his comic books. So what they did that was so novel oh my God. is that they would put ads in magazines that kids read. So wait, kids can read? Okay, some of some of them can. Like at the time, Boys Life, Popular Mechanics, oh, Boys and Life. Science Digest. Then they started putting them in comic books, such as Action Comics number one, June of nineteen thirty eight, which is the first appearance of Stan Lee. <laughs> no. Oh, it's that's action comics, not detective su- comics. Superman. You call yourself a Superman. Nerd. Uh, so that's where it be- it gets its notoriety is that they started putting these ads in comic books. Um, Which is smart. They- I mean, I, I remember my comic books. Like, I always want, no matter how terrible the the item was, if it was a th- something in the comic book, I wanted it. The turds or x-ray glasses or whatever. I was just out there looking for some turds. God damn, we're going to find some turds. And somebody's like, have you checked fucking detective comics? So not only uh, did the Johnson Smith Company put out ads in Superman, but they also put an ad in Detective Comic number 27 in May of 1939, which is the first appearance of... Stanley! Oh, yeah, I, I know who that is. The Batman. The Batman. Something's in my ass! So good. TikTok, I love you. <laughs> um, so these ads that the Johnson Smith Company would put out, because they were so... They were the ones that you always think about when you think about joke ads in the back of, like comics or uh newspapers or something like that where it's like wacky face buzzer it's a bug-eyed guy just making a noise <laughs> i wish there was a wacky face buzzer do like, you it, like a, Do, well, is that a yeah. thing you want to exist in your world yes on right. my i don't on the giving it's not just yes. a joy buzzer but just aimed at your big face. just huge though like just space size yeah <laughs> i wanted to really scramble my brains I want a concussion. I, I want it to vibrate like scrambled eggs. So the great uh, illustrator, cartoonist, satirist, H.T. Webster copied the Johnson Smith catalog ads and created uh, the Cats and Jammer Kids comics, which is a classic old school satire. Look up the Cats and Jammer Kids. Cats and Jammers? Cats and Jammer Kids. He okay. also had a character called Casper Milktoast, which was another big character. And so the Johnson Smith cat- catalog is, is so famous at this point uh, that Gene Shepard who wrote A Christmas Story, 
and even Mad Magazine were copying their ads and doing spoofs of them. So oh, that's nice. how popular uh, the Johnson Smith Company ads were. So that uh, was it ninety six page. So that ninety six page uh, catalog that they have now increases in nineteen twenty three to five hundred and seventy six pages of gags and novelties. Of gags, novelties, wigs, gloves, all kinds of shit. And 100,000 copies were printed in 1923. That's a lot of copies. Uh, so that's like x-ray glasses, whoopee cushions, fake vomit was in there, and joy buzzers. But still, no fake poop. No fake poop. I, so the fake vomit came before the fake poop? I would think the poop would come first. I think the poop did come first because we <gasps> haven't gotten to where the poop comes from yet. Oh. Right now, you got your vomit. It comes from but the butt. 1923. That's new age shit. That's for the kids. <laughs> you want to talk about the shit from your day. I want some adult shit. Their story in their catalog uh, was, according to Johnson Smith Company, which I really enjoyed this little uh, snippet that somebody found from one of their old catalogs. Uh, quote, our story is not without sociological aspects and influences. During the 1920s and 30s, practical jokes and home hobbies provided an escape for people wrecked with economic struggle brought on by World War II and the Great Depression. Our catalog provided hours of escape, fun, and fantasy for the depressed nation, even without having to order. Even today, we hear from people who remember our catalog and the relief we provided. So if that doesn't touch you a little bit on your timeliness, I don't know what does. If you that's, think about that, that's what fucking these amazing. people were going through, what we're going through, what the world is going through, uh, and then uh, all of a sudden people are just like, you know what's funny? Poop. And vomit. And, and, and like Smitty agrees. Smitty just turns around and goes, yeah, you know, I always thought poop was funny. <laughs> so people just giggling in their houses while the world burned around them. Yeah. So that's what these catalogs were for these people. Now, And most people didn't really buy them because nobody had any fucking money. But it was right. just neat to look at. So, so I, you think about that. 20s it's like and 30s. TikTok. It's like TikTok. So yes. many people maybe not make TikTok, right. but they watch it all the time. This was their TikTok. Yeah. And because I mean, you've probably how, how many times this kid sat around, and flipped a page, and be like <laughs> fake puke. Exactly, it looks like fake puke. <laughs> Can you imagine what we could do with this? Oh Like man. the fucking fired imaginations. And that young boy was Walt Disney. <laughs> um, and so yeah, that was wait, that, was it? No, God, um, oh. he wouldn't dare. So 1914, we've got your Alfred Johnson Smith Company, which brings us to the third novelty company that I mentioned. Okay. Now, as near as I can tell, the inventors and the purveyors of the original fake rubber dog shit is the Franco-American Novelty Company. Okay. Started by Sam Womano, which I think I'm pronouncing it right. Womano! Kevin is also <laughs> pronouncing it right. Uh, 1209 Broadway uh, in Queens. They were known for fake vomit, whoopee cushions, and artificial dog shit that was it that was their jam that's what they said okay they were known for farts barf and dog shit (laughs) which should have been their slogan it should have been their fucking slogan dude because that's pretty that's pretty solid now understand that this is something i found just after exhausting research (laughs) But the one time I hear anyone talk about dog shit, it's from this company. Now, whether or not they were calling it dog shit or not, I think is superfluous because they're one of the only ones that still exists. But what? they do like costumes and wigs now. The Franco-American Novelty Company. Still exists? Still exists. Oh, wow. Really? Kind of. Okay. Uh, in delivery. And they mostly do 
Halloween costumes. It's a family-owned business since 1910. Wow. Uh, Sam Womano's daughter. Womano. Uh, Womano is the former First Lady of Florida from 2011, Carol uh, Christ. What? So they've got some connections. Oh, wow. And uh, the Franco-American novelty company is based in Florida now. So it's no longer a New York company. All right. Something it, went down it, in the Keys. It retired and was like, let's go get some sun. If I'm going to sell this shit, I'm going to fucking sell it on a beach. You can find some of their old catalogs. Um, I wasn't able to get an original pricing on the dog do. Or more specifically, Kevin, the Franco-American novelty company Lucy Dog Poop, which you can still buy for 16 bucks. Now, I know, Kevin, you're probably wondering, what the fuck is a Lucy dog? Yes. And my question is, then, are we saying Lucy as in a name, L-U-C-Y, or Lucy as in, what is it, L-O-O-S-E-Y, like a Lucy Goosey, oh, like no. a loose turd? Yeah, no, it's not the diarrhea. Uh-huh. It's Lucy like the name. So it's a Lucy turd. So it's a Lucy dog. Now, is what is, oh, ooh. Kevin, uh, yes, Kevin? I would say, is it called the Lucy dog turd because the, uh, what's his face, who owned the, um, Franco-American company. Sam Womano. Womano! God, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, because Womano's a great last name. Was his dog named Lucy, and he named the dog after her? No. Or the dog after her? Was his child named Lucy, and he was like, you're a piece of shit, so I'm going to call, I'm going to name this dog shit Lucy. No. No. Unfortunately, no. Ah, it's a shame. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I Googled it for a fucking week, and I still can't find out what there's that no, means. There's no reason. It just says, if you start looking up, if you start going down the Franco-American Novelty Company rabbit hole, you will find a lot of vintage website, uh, like like vintage hunter like pawn shop websites. You'll find a lot of Etsy's. You'll find a lot of weird side mentions in novelty stores. What kind of Etsy shops have rubber, are doing rubber dog shit? None, you'll not find. The only way you will find the dog shit connection is every now and then on Etsy, you will find a, a Franco-American novelty company, Lucy Dog Poop, for 16 bucks. That's the only connection I found. $16. Now, if you want to get some premium. Is this original? original that's what it says. It says Franco-American novelty company, Lucy Dog Poop. Now, getting down to the Lucy thing. Why is it called Lucy? Thing? Yeah, I want to know. I don't know. I, here's what I found. That the closest thing I could find is something called Lucy's Law, which is a regulation that limits the sale of puppies and kittens as pets in England, but that was in 2019. So, no. It probably has nothing no, to do with that. No, it probably has nothing to do unless he thinks but that if you law is dog Lucy shit. Dog, so. Lucy, do you know what my fucking browser history is like right now? There is... Questionable oh, I'm sure you're like two searches mind. away from a fucking FBI it's raid. It's just, it's just touching the edges, just skirting <laughs> the rink right now, just, just rubbing the just rim, rubbing right along the rim. <laughs> my God, it's horrible in there now. All my Facebook fucking ads is just dog shit, dog it's shit, dog, dog shit. shit. And, and I'm just like, ah, oh, that one looks extra creamy. That one's got corn in it. Oh, that one's not rubber. I don't I don't use non-synthetics. Do you know this Lucy? Do you know that Lucy? So much. So much Lucy dog poop. I don't know what that means. If somebody's out there that knows some vintage shit, cl- come at us, please. Bring your shit. Bring, bring your shit. If yeah. you know some shit out there, we're looking for it because we don't understand what this means. So, so nearest I could figure after exhaustively Googling, and I can't stress that enough because I'm actually shocked that there is so little information, direct information. Like, I, I can tell you right now that you can get premium dog poop from Godot Pranks for four ninety nine. That was easy to find, not hard. 
I can tell you uh, where you could find dog poop in movies. Not hard. I can tell you. Wait, dog, fra- yeah, dog, dog actual dog shit in this movies. Is my point. Is like that, they have like, a website that breaks down scenes of where yeah. you can find dog and shit. And then you can, I can tell is you like uh, what your dog poop means. And then I can tell you what vets you should go to in the Chicagoland area to check for fecal problems. Like, that's what this was like. Every time I would get close, <laughs> Kevin, it just pull me right out of there. I feel terrible because this was uh, <laughs> my topic that I put on the list. I, put I was excited book. about this too, though, Kevin. Because I thought there would be a good story. I thought there would at least be one goofy fucking website Something. that's like, the history of dog do. And it's just, yeah, it's a guy who tucks his sweater into his jeans and he's just like <laughs> casually gliding across his porch with a glass of lemonade. Just being like, you know what I think is funny, kids? Poop. And you're like, oh, God, this is so awkward. Oh, God, just dad jokes aplenty. You know, a lot of people say I don't know shit, but I actually do. He probably just like found like he's, it was an accident, but it just started leaving it around the house all the fucking time for people to find. Just, and, but you think about it like this shouldn't be. This, we should have clocked this as a species. Rubber poop by now? Yeah. If you go... You gotta go back to the Sumerians. Where like every now and then, <laughs> like they would take some like bison poop or, or, or elk poop. I don't know, whatever nope. animals happened to be in the area at the time. Uh, or just another human's shit. Did you say bison or elk? I don't know, man. Sumeria, I guess no, probably not because that probably was Middle not. East. So. But I don't know what the Middle East was like during the Sumerian times. The lush. It could have been fucking awesome lush. The lush. It could be fucking crushing with lush. <laughs> could have had some pterodactyls in there too Crush for all lush. I fucking know. Screw ya! So like, here's the deal. I feel like at one point someone got bored and was just like, I'm gonna leave this turd in this guy's pit. And then, <laughs> you know, dude comes home and he's like, oh man, really rough day. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? And then across the neighborhood some guy's like, ah, <laughs> I'm putting a poop in his bed. I can see that happening. It just it feels intrinsic to us as a species that eventually one of us, like even back in the primordial days, just put a turd in the other person's nest and was just like <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. Classic. So, there you go. Turds. <laughs> this <laughs> surprisingly I've... uneventful. Uh Are there story. no more stories about rubber shit? No, I mean that's as far as I got. I do have some. I have. I found this is how. Look at this. Look at how into this is part of my history. I was zooming in on this this fake vomit so I could read who manufactured it so I could get some information about Chicago, it. Illinois. What's the zip on that? The zip is six zero six three nine, but it's Fun Inc., which I found. They didn't then, and that got me a little closer. This was a step in this fucking journey. What I do think is funny about the the like descriptors. On the whoops, the most disgusting laugh getter from uh, Fun Inc., which is just a slab of fake looking vomit. Which is really just like. <laughs> it just looks like bacon. It's like some rubber with like old raisins. Yeah. And like, okay, that's so. A good, that's a great description. This is what it says that this fake vomit, uh, which actually I don't, even, I don't think they could actually say fake vomit. I bet that was uh, copyright. Because this is just called the whoops. Uh, here's what, first whoops. off, according to this, it's great fun at home, parties, and the office. That's it. At the office? Of course at the office. You put that but in fucking else. Steve's desk drawer? You can't bring this to church. No, no, not, what's wrong so, with you, dude, uh, at church? But this slappy piece of fake vom is perfect for the bathroom, <laughs> refrigerator, <laughs> auto seat, or sidewalk. 
auto seat. Nowhere now, now, else. No Kevin, other seat. You may be though. wondering: Is there a way to make my whoops look more realistic? And there is. It's on the front of the box. Sprinkle it with water to I, make it look more realistic. I was about to say, but it gives you that fucking option. Oh, God, oh, yeah. And then the 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 only. Cool I does it say that on the poop too? <laughs> no, the poop thing is one that to I've make found more realistic. Splatter with chocolate. The most interesting thing that happened while I was googling all of this is that there was some angry article on HuffPo about how China is making all of our novelty toys, and that we used to be the ones that made fake dog turds and whoopee cushions. And his whole point was that like we're we've lost our Americanness because we no longer make our own <laughs> fake farts and shit. So that's when things got sad. Oh my and I god! Got bored, oh. And I just started looking up everything else that I could. But I did find the dog dirt, which I actually is my favorite name for fake boobs so far. Oh, dog dirt! That's uh, solid. According to this, uh, it's one of the funniest gag gifts. It looks just like a real dog poop. It does look like best gag gift ever. Fool your friends. Actual packaging may vary from what is shown. All of the product is the same. Because they made some bold fucking claims. (laughs) And then at the end, they're like, maybe. Let's not get excited. Everybody back up a little bit. Uh, Just put some water on it. The make the dog dirt is uh, Luftus. The color is unknown. And it's served. It's one size only. I think it's only. shit color. I think that's just straight up. You should just call it shit color. Five ninety nine on Amazon. Five ninety nine. But here's the thing: you can get it's six bucks for some turds. You can get for ten ninety nine. You can get six different turds. <laughs> oh my god, that's the, so fucking gross, dude. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking gross. Because it's not the same old like squirrely, swirly shit. Like this looks like some fucking. That's gross. Chocolate. Misery. It went from like, like it went from like fucking fun novelty to like <laughs> I made a cast of my own shit. <laughs> so yeah, so my browser history is just healthy shit. So that is the genuinely uninteresting, but also kind of lovely that it's been here forever. History of fake poop. I kind of like. I was hoping for this big story, but now that we've talked about it, Makes I kind of like the idea that it was just somebody goes. I think some rubber shit would be funny. <laughs> and somebody goes, well, cool, let's make some rubber shit. And they're like, cool. And they made it. And people were like, you know what's funny? This is rubber shit at the store. I'm going to get it. And people were like, awesome. And now, uh, fucking hundreds of years later, it feels like, we're still like, All right, well, I should get some, I should get dog shit. I should get some fake shit in different shapes and sizes so I could drape it over a bowl. That's, it's. It's just that it's intrinsic in all of us. It really, just, it really comes is. from us. Now, did you happen to run across any like scented dog turds no, where it was I like this? This smells like it. shit. There's, uh, there's a couple. There's like uh, diffusers you can buy that do that. <laughs> uh, there's also fart scented pens, like uh, writing pens. Yeah, like a writing pen. So it just you, smells like, like a shit. Person, it's a prank. So you oh. give it to somebody, and they're using a pen, and they start to smell poop. And they're like, holy shit, did I shit my hand? <laughs> Was I just fingering my own asshole and didn't realize? Yeah, you never think about that. You know, like like if like all of a sudden just Oh, this is so funny, I'll make his pen smell like shit, so that he thinks he has he'd shit his hand. And like you never stop to go, but he knows where his hand's been. He, he so knows his hand. So what did he touch? Or was problem. it a situation was like where who did did somebody where did somebody put this pen? Listen. Like and you're and what if that pin you're like your mom gave you that pin and you're like, fuck, where did my mom keep this pin? <laughs> it spectacularly backfires. And this, Kevin, is why 
I chose this particular item uh-huh. in the junk drawer because today is April Fool's Day. What? Yeah, and this is not an April Fool's. Oh. The end of this is, everything I've told you is true. Oh. I just thought it was funny <laughs> because it's April Fool's Day and I've been talking about novelties and pranks. That's why I went down this road. Great. I thought you were about to be like, this entire episode is a joke. Yeah. Here's the real topic. I honestly was going to for a oh, hot second. Oh my Christ. And then I realized I spent a week Googling <laughs> this shit. And I was like, no, we're going to tell the story of the fake poop. And then it has been all of us Forever. It's been inside us for all time. Just waiting for a chance to get let out and shown to each other. For aren't we all the same? <laughs> uh, Kevin, did what? you uh, remember anything I told you? God, not a fucking thing. That's going to suck because it's time for your... Pop quiz. Ah! Okay, Pop number quiz. one. Name two of the original American novelty companies. Oh, oh. There's the uh, Sword Swords and Adams Company, the uh, yeah ass backwards company. We know that one, and then there was the Franco American Company. Right, correct. Yes. Boom. Yeah. Uh, we've accepted Johnson Smith Company. That's it. Not Johnson and Johnson. Johnson Smith. Totally different. But yeah, you had SS Adams, which is the preferred name. For oh, the sorry, Sword Sword Adams. Made by Sword And then Franco American Novels Company. You also had a bunch of other ones. There was. Fun Inc. There was oh my god, there was so many. Oh, I forgot about Fun Inc. Everybody that was, was doing all the things, but yes, you nailed it. Number two. Yes. What mm. was mm. the Johnson Smith Company known for? The Johnson Smith Company. Johnson Smith Company. Known for. Oh, they were known for not poop. Were they known for their vomit? Their fake vomit. They're fake puke. No, I'm not going to give it to you. They did make it. <gasps> oh. They did make oh, it. Oh, damn it. Sorry. They were known for ads. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's oh, what's important. Assholes. Yes. Is that they were the ones they had like the 96 ads. page catalog right. that was the fun now, for all they ages. They did make fake vomit, but everybody right, made it. Right, right. I mean, it wasn't just theirs. And it's I'm just sure some rubber with some raisins in it. Because, you know, Gregor has spilled his tea all over this glue. And that looks like horror. It's very humorous. Number three. What is the name of the English regulation that limits the sale of puppies and kittens to prevent maltreatment established in 2019? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not even going to fucking try to really? think. Yes, yes. We had a whole conversation whole about it. Whole conversation about it. I've also had a whole beer and a you half. Know, remember and... that whole conversation where we were concerned about why where we were concerned about why things were called things? And we don't remember why anyone would call this this? Oh, no. I No, it's gone. It's gone. I lost it, dude. Come on. Lucy's Law. Lucy's. Because <laughs> it's the Lucy Gooseys. Yes. the Lucy turd. So, Kevin, that's the history, or lack thereof, of fig dog poop, which is a history of us, but also kind of, by default, a history of de- dealing with hard times and the concept of novelty and pranks. For April Fool's Day, you're welcome. I think that's solid. I think that's solid for April Fool's Day. I think it was great that we had a back-to-back episodes where one sucked and one was shitty. Um, <laughs> I love, I love all of this th- this theme stuff we're doing here. This is pretty great. Um, cool. No, I, that's again, I kind of sort. I <laughs> I want to see the uh, the documentary on fake dog shit that's ten minutes long and the credits run for like thirty minutes because there's like so one, many people that worked on this project, but it was like ten minutes long. Like, it was like, like I don't know, yeah, it's always, always been funny. In fact, if you happen to be a collector or if you happen to be into history or whatever, and you're listening to this episode, and you can find out more, 
about fake dog shit or any kind of story or whatever, hit us up, bigtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, let's hear some more about this shit. Yeah, you know? it so I don't let's have to literal anymore. shit. I'd like to go back to my normal fucking Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Batman, horror movie related content. Uh, Mr. Thank yous. Time, Time for Mr. Thank yous? For some Mr. Mr. Thank yous. Who's your Mr. Thank yous? My Mr. Thank you uh, is to you, people listening. <gasps> yeah, it's you, uh, the audience. You. Hello. Because go, we do this because it's fun. Mm-hmm. You listen because you're interested? In, I don't know. Or Tell insane. Us why. But thank you for doing that. BigTalkPodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Uh, I know I know why I'm doing this. Because of you. What? And I love junk drawer stuff. And I love Jason Moody, who wrote our theme song. Jason Moody, this is a song The San Francisco treat. He's delicious. <laughs> oh, wow. He's very delicious. He's delirious, got a sweet tush. Delirious, Kevin. Delirious Dude, after re- re- recording this. An in-person Friday night two-show recording. On April 1st. <laughs> had, not a joke. April Fool's, I'm not recording. <laughs> Fuck you. Kevin and Josh will reveal a lot about all of the stuff that you forgot. Some of it may come as quite a shock, it's just lying in your junk drawer. Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.